Welcome to Pharma Talk Radio. I'm Valerie Bowling. I'm delighted to share a session from the Patients as Partners in Clinical Trials Europe 2019 event about how Sanofi is facilitating incorporating patient experiences during clinical trials, featuring Dr. Aude Roborel de Climons. The session is called Tell Me More, Sanofi Eliciting Patient Experience Data Clinical Trials to Better Understand Patient Perceived Benefits and Disadvantages of Their Drugs. The Patients as Partners in Clinical Trials Europe 2020 conference takes place January 27th to the 28th in London. For more information, visit theconferenceforum.org. Enjoy the podcast. I'd like to reposition a little bit the next session. It's, all, it's called, like the first one yesterday, pharma case studies. But I would, I would argue in line with the last panels that there's no such thing anymore today in the field of patient engagement as a pharma case. It's always a collaboration case, because it's nobody, one party doing it alone. Anyway, we are entitled to three more insightful examples before lunch. So brace yourself, um, get yourself ready to ask questions. And we've got some, um, some serious companies coming up and sharing some of the insights they're doing. So the first one up is Odd. Odd, yes, uh, I will introduce you in English, if you don't mind. <laughs> so Odd is here to share some of the experiences that uh, Sanofi had recently working with patients. Please, um, don't go this way, it's dangerous. Do you want a hand mic or this one? This one is fine, thank you. Is, is that one on? Good, thank you. Thank you. So, thank you very much, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to present this work. Actually, I was here at the first European Patient as Partners meeting two years ago, and I'm very pleased because I briefly presented something that I wanted to do, and I'm here to present the results, so we did it. Um, so there is the second one. Okay, so this is a disclosure, of course. Um, so just to let you know, I'm part of a team called Clinical Outcome Generation, previously called Patient Reported Outcomes. So we are dealing with all these different questionnaires from patients, from observer, or from clinician uh, reported outcomes. And our mission is really to help people internally within Sanofi to include the patient and the caregiver perspectives, but to do it with scientific rigorous methodology. So this is a PRO questionnaire. So these PRO questionnaires are well known, and this is a typical quantitative assessment, I would say, uh, to better understand the patient perspective on how effective or safe a treatment is. You can have some uh, questionnaire measuring symptom improvement or impact or, on quality of life, or like in this example, about treatment satisfactions. And there is, or there has been a large investment uh, in PROs and a large progress in the last decade, and that's right. We are very pleased to have these PRO questionnaires and the patient perspective within our trials. But as you can see, patients can only answer what they are asked, and they can only give a numerical answer or a very short descriptive answer among the different response options they are given to them. 
Though if you would like to better understand what drives their satisfaction or how them, their life have changed, uh, has changed with the treatment, you need to do things differently. That was Vanessa's presentations. Though you need to ask them in an open-ended way. Though you have two solutions. Or you can interview patients directly during the clinical trials or at the end of the clinical trials, or you can use some open-ended questions with free text. And this is what we have done within uh, uh, our group. We have developed this questionnaire called Patient Qualitative Assessment of Treatment. This is a brief and simple tool with four different questions, but three open-ended questions to get the rich and unique information uh, of the, the, the patient experience without predefined choices. So we developed this initially, we developed this in English for diabetes patients, so we tested that with diabetes patients, and then we translated in different languages. So this is a questionnaire, I mean at least the first version of the questionnaire. So we have the three open ended questions with some free space so patient can complete uh, and write down their experience. That we ask them about the benefits they experience during the trial with the treatment, then the disadvantages in the second open-ended questions, then we ask them if they would be willing to continue with the treatment, yes, no, and then explain why in free text. And the final question is a quantitative assessment of a balance patient would have done between the benefits and the uh, disadvantages experienced. So the objective was really to get early patient insight on this new treatment benefits, the disadvantages, and how they balance it, and to support the clinical uh, results. And in the future, of course, we would like these to have for patient support programs. In terms of analysis, I can tell you that it was very difficult to convince our colleague internally, because this is just different. We did a first quanti a qualitative, sorry, qualitative analysis. So you have your patient answers, you read them, and you analyze and you see where are the different uh, uh, information, actually. So you code this different information by concept using thematic analysis. Then we did some quantitative descriptive analysis between the different treatment groups, and we try to do some exploratory analysis um, to examine the relationship between the open-ended question and the closed-ended questions, but also with other variables, demographic or clinical variables, and also with early treatment discontinuation when it happened. So we implemented this questionnaire first in some diabetes programs, and the first test was in a phase two uh, dose-ranging trial for a new injectable treatment. And with, uh, within this trial, we tested different doses versus placebo and versus an active comparator. And uh, the PQAT is also currently uh, completed by uh, many patients in other, two other different programs in diabetes still in different phase three. 
It's always as exploratory in point you can imagine. And it was done electronically, so patient can complete this for the first one, it was on a tablet directly on site, but then for the next one, we ask uh, electronic vendor to make a web link. So patients are just sharing, uh, we are just sharing the web link with the patient and they can complete at home on their device of choices, computers, smartphone, or tablet. So I will share with you the first results we get in this first um, phase two dose ranging trial. Uh, it was completed at the end of the treatment period, uh, which was 26 weeks, uh, by 57 English speakers, because in these first states we had only the English version of the questionnaire, and they completed on a tablet. We get some short answers, and sometimes we, which lack some details, but we didn't have any issue to interpret uh, these answers, even if we had some grammatical or spelling errors. You will see that later. And within these 57 patient answers, we didn't have any missing data. They all, they all completed the four items. So just to give you an idea of the time it took for patient to complete, uh, on average, it took about five minutes, but the median completion time was between three and four, and the majority, 70% of the patients, took between two and five minutes. Of course, some others were more talkative, and we were happy because they used more words. Because on average, I mean, the, the majority of patients, that's the one, the majority, how this works. The majority of patients use less than 40 words, which is not a lot, actually. So this is this, the first uh, open-ended question about benefits. And during these trials, what were the main benefits you experienced with the drug you received? And this is some examples of quotations we get from those patients. Um, and you can see that there were different things. So we look at them and we group them um, in different uh, concepts. So you have here the different concept with the different color co corresponding to the different treatment groups. And it was interesting to see that some of the concepts were really objective, such as uh, improved glucose level or improved glucose control and weight loss by reported by 38 and 26 patients. Uh, respectively, but other concepts were more subjective, like feeling better or improved energy level. And if you think about a standard, I would say, PRO questionnaire, we would definitely have think about asking about blood glucose level or weight loss, but feeling better is so broad, I don't think we would have uh, developed a question for this, but this is what patients reported. And another important uh, concept, seven patients said that they didn't have any benefits. And within a patient-reported outcome questionnaire, this is not something that we usually ask. Having no benefits is not something we would imagine. These are some quotations uh, from the second open-ended question regarding disadvantages. And 
As you can see, there were different things uh, here, mainly some side effects, but also uh, regarding the mode of administration. My main dislike was shooting myself in my stomach. The injectable treatment is something that they don't like. We know that. Um, but what is interesting and what is a benefit, I would say, of this open-ended question is that we got in these different quotation in these different patient answers, some nuances. For example, I experienced nausea and vomiting in early part of the study. That's important to see that this is something transitory. Or the one that said that he noticed that when the drug was taken close to the same time as metformin, it was, uh, I mean, the time when nausea uh, was the most difficult. So this is uh, the quotation, and we regrouped that with the difference, so you can see the different side effect, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, fatigue, stomach pain, and headache, or the uh, injectable mode of administration. And interestingly, I mean, the most frequent was nausea, but the same uh, number of patients reported also having no disadvantages at all. I'm not presenting you all the results because we get a lot of different things, but this is the question four about the benefit-risk uh, ratio balance made by these patients. And uh, from minus three, the disadvantages of the drug I received significantly outweighed the benefits. From plus three, the benefit of the drug I received significantly outweighed the disadvantages. And in the middle, zero, you have equal benefits and disadvantages. So it was interesting to see that in some groups, for example, the green one or the red one, the majority of patients gave the highest positive benefit-risk ratio. But in on the contrary, uh, the green group, for example, the majority of them were on the negative benefit-risk ratio part. And when we put all the different benefits and disadvantages reported by these patients within the open-ended questions on this benefit-risk graph, you can see that uh, the majority, I mean the highest level of benefits in green here, were reported by patients who gave the highest positive benefit-risk ratio, but also that some of them reported about disadvantages. So it means that finally it was variable and the benefits outweighed these disadvantages. And interestingly, and I don't know if you can see it, but the G is about diarrhea. And the same percentage of patients uh, reported uh, the highest positive benefit-risk ratio and the lowest negative benefit-risk ratio. So plus three and minus three, same level. And something that was also very interesting is that for three different of these disadvantages, this is um, fatigue, stomach pain, and headache, they were all reported by patients who gave a negative benefit-risk ratio. So these are the first results of this spontaneous report of the most meaningful aspect experienced by these patients. And really, the open-ended question helps us to better understand the drivers of the benefit-risk. It's very interesting to have these patients uh, 
perspective on benefit-risk ratio, but we need to understand what tips the scales in favor of one side or the other. So it was interesting to see that some of the benefits were always associated with willingness to continue the treatment and also positive benefit-risk ratio. On the contrary, some of the disadvantages were always associated with negative benefit-risk ratio, as I showed you, and also with early treatment discontinuation. And um, finally, we were happy to see that all these qualitative findings were supporting the dose that was, um, I mean, that was uh, giving the best clinical results. So it was really in concordance. So what are the strengths of these tools, this PQAT? For, I mean, to my knowledge, this is the first tool and a unique tool to evaluate an individualized benefit-risk ratio and how patients balance these different benefits and these different risks. We observed that it was simple and easy to understand, easy and quick to complete on electronic format. And this is really combining the richness of the qualitative data with the power of the quantitative data. Unfortunately, in this first test, 57 patients with five different treatment groups, you imagine it was not so easy to make some statistical analysis and correlations. But we have some tendencies, and in the future trials, we really hope to have something uh, powerful. And it helps us to better understand patient attitudes and tolerance uh, regarding some of these side effects. And it's real, it's real patient experience compared to all these different patient preference evaluation where patients are asked to evaluate some hypothetical scenario. We are here asking about their personal experience. And this is generic. So this can be employed not only in diabetes, and this is our goal, to use it in other clinical development programs uh, in other conditions. And compared to, we, we, we also do some patient interviews, but compared to patient interviews, this is quicker and I think less burdensome for people. And also you can have this in a larger study population. On the contrary, you will not interview hundreds of patients. Some limitation, as I mentioned, the answers were quite short in these um, examples, and it was not always possible to elaborate on some vague uh, answers. But we, we asked and we highlighted in the future trials uh, with training and patient instruction to have more details. And to finish, what we think are the value of such a tool for different stakeholders. I mean, for regulators and payers, this individualized benefit-risk ratio will help us to better evaluate and assess a different new product. For prescribers to better communicate with their patients and to make the balance between the different products, uh, yeah, different drugs that exist on the market. And at last but not least, about you, patients, I think, but this is my view, and I would be pleased to have yours. Uh, 
I think you will be pleased to know about the experience of other peers before taking a new drug. And that's it. The 2020 conference takes place January 27th and 28th in London. For more information, visit theconferenceforum.org. Thanks, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.